Welcome to the Great Gundam Project. I am Jackson. I am joined by M. Hi. Hello. Hello. We're here to talk about Gundam. First of all, I am hosting. It's weird. I know. It's very strange. Because last week, we asked you what we should do about the episode summaries, and you all replied saying, keep them. (laughs) Yeah, so I figured this would be the case, but there are plenty of people who responded and said, hey, I've seen these episodes, but I'm not rewatching them. So the recaps are really important for me to know what the hell's going on. And you can do off-the-cuff ones. uh, That'd be fine. But please keep some sort of summary. And then I was like, Jackson, we can't do off-the-cuff summaries. I hate them. They sound so bad. Yeah. Uh, because the problem was, uh, I don't like writing the summaries, not because I hate writing them, but because it means when I'm watching the episode, I'm not watching the episode, I'm trying to think of what I'm going to write in the summary, uh, which means I enjoy the show less, which, uh, so I was trying to avoid that, and we, we reached a compromise solution, which is, I'll take on all the other non-summary work, I'll do the hosting, the editing, uh, and then Em will write both summaries, and that's how yep. we came to the, that's, that's how the balance worked out, that's why I'm hosting, that's how the show is going to be from here on out. Uh, thank you very much for the feedback feedback feel free to give us feedback about any of our shows anytime we we need the validation we crave it yeah like this saves me like like this actually adds zero work to my workflow because i write the summaries as i watch the episode it saves me about half an hour of work it saves you like an hour because you you always uh took forever to write the summaries yeah no i suck at writing the summaries it's just how i so it's it's win-win for everybody yeah uh so that's that's why everything's going on how it is uh, and I hope hope you enjoy this week. We got some we got some real Gundam happening. Ah, uh, some real Gundam. Jackson, have you watched any anime this week? No, I have not. Because what's an anime? You played like a lot of Sonic. That's basically an anime. Yeah, no, I've played three Sonic games now in the last week. Jesus Christ, God. that's a horrible. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Jackson, you need to finish the Game Club game before you. Yeah, do this. Look, it's been a very bad week for both of us. Yeah, no, that's fair. Uh, but no, I haven't watched an anime. We are one day away from Star Trek uh, Discovery ending, so we might be able to watch other things soon. Uh, it'll only be gone for six weeks, so we don't have very long to watch other things. We probably won't, but the possibility is there. I assume yep. uh, you've not watched anything. No, if you're listening to this, though, there's a new podcast on the network that came went out um, Monday. I don't know. when I We're going to like announce it when iTunes clears it, because it's already up. If you just go to normalmapping.com, you'll see it there in the grid. Uh, it is called Novel Not New. I'm doing it with Jen and Colin. It is, a, it is kind of like abnormal mapping, but it's all about visual novels, and it will try to be once a month, and we're going to try to get other people on as we go forward. But uh, we've been sitting on that one for a long time. It's up. I hope everybody enjoys it. We're playing Dream Daddy. You're on Patreon, so you get to you get to hear about it even if we haven't announced it because itunes dragged its feet it's there it's there for you yeah it's right there go enjoy the podcast yep uh, i i thought it was okay i really like dream daddy you do spoilers for the podcast we'll be recording in like four weeks but it is one of my favorite games this year <gasps> what a shock what a i shock. know i've got my goatee list basically all hammered out just a matter of what gets left off like so mario gets the anime left off. we are here to talk about 
I'd want to talk about game of the year. What if we just talk about game of the year for an hour? Oh God. Well, no, I just, the question was, have you watched any anime? And I said, I've played Sonic and you said you've played dream daddy. So I mean, it. I played dream daddy like two months ago. I'm just talking about that. There's a new, this is our Patreon show. So while it is like Gundam stuff, I like, I want to let you know, there's a new podcast on the network. You all pay True. for this network. You've supported us. You allowed us to like, uh, pay for that hosting and pay for the art for the new podcast. I want to let you know what's up. It's up. It's good. Go enjoy it. Uh, we're going to have the music then come in, and we're going to talk about Gundam. Oh, I guess. Our first episode this week is episode 24, Black Tristar, or... Close Combat, Triple Dom. <laughs> That's what they call me. Yeah, no, it's a much better name. It's me, Close Combat, Triple Dom. <laughs> Close combat exclamation point triple dom. Thank you very much. Oh, it's beautiful. Thank you, God. Yes, no. I am watching on the official Blu-rays. You've got a fan translation and literal translation of the Japanese titles. Nope. Uh, so in this episode, yes. Cassilia coordinates the efforts to resupply every Xeon troop with new heavy mobile suits from her position occupying the moon, responding harshly to those who would dare question why she's funneling so many resources to Makuve. In her stead, she sends the TriStar's elite troops in Dom mobile suits to join the battle. Meanwhile, every boy on the white base is in love with Matilda, and she's bothered by every young soldier falling over themselves. She agrees to take a picture for Kai, which turns into her sitting among a dozen soldiers all around her in a picture that Amro is already looking at wistfully in quiet moments. Back at the Federation front, Revel is trying to move up the timeline for Operation Odessa, and when he receives the information of the Doms, he blanches, knowing that elite forces like them could turn the tide of battle. He decides to begin immediately, but the Xeon Mole just leaves and offers his information to Makuve immediately after the decision is made. As Amro's Matilda install the Gundam upgrades and talk about life, the Doms approach the white base, triggering the proximity sensors. Everyone gets ready for battle in their new improved suits. Hayato's gun tank can now operate with one pilot. Sayla is piloting the new G armor, and the white base in theory should have new engines, though they don't work right now. Sayla turns out to be about as good of a pilot as she's a Gundam pilot, having a hard time controlling the large fighter under the pressure of battle. Amro, serving as her gunner, manages to make up for it, but they're having a hard time with these new enemies. Matilda gets into her transport to help defend the white base, but is overwhelmed. Amuro undocks the Gundam to provide support, but is waylaid by the Doms. Amuro's instinctive skill and the sudden appearance of Matilda both swerve to thwart the Doms' advance as Amuro destroys one of them. But Matilda's ship is driven to the ground by the Doms, and the famous lieutenant and all of her crew are lost as the support ship crashes in the battle. The entire crew mourns Matilda as a surf rock version of the Gundam theme plays Amuro over Amuro's memories of just how pretty Matilda was and just how much he'll always remember the 30 words they exchanged. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Oh, uh, this episode is very Gundam. <laughs> uh, um, my enduring memory of having watched this show, outside of like really cool shit that happens at the end of the show, is Amro morning Matilda as the Surf Rock Gundam theme plays. It's so the, good. Is it the same version of the theme, the slow jam the version of the theme that played in that episode? Where they I don't. I don't Earth? really remember. I don't really remember because I remember there was a similar incident way back in like episode six. Yeah, uh, but this time it's like as a funeral, as they're all saluting this massive portrait of Matilda. <laughs> Yo. Uh, and it's like <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know she's dead because A, she gets a backstory and B, the entire first five minutes of the episode is everyone in the white base like ha hanging out, being friends talking about how much they love Matilda and how great it is and how much she's never going to die and Imagine Matilda's life where she has to like walk around listening to idiots like Kai talk about how much she wishes she was his girlfriend like life fucking sucks for Matilda Oh god it sucks so much because Kai's like man I would love an elegant girlfriend like Matilda like Kai shut up <laughs> Yep 
as she's right behind him. Yeah, and then he immediately like turns red. Uh, yep. The the bit where the photo happens and then Kai gets owned by the shutter going off too fast, so he's like, uh, <laughs> like running uh, into his yep. own photo. <laughs> It's very cute, but it is also, like, it's weird because I feel like the trope of everyone during the war, and you can just see everyone who's not going to make it is the most, like, tropey thing in the world um, at this point. I mean, literally, uh, like, a hundreds of million dollar franchise like Justice League is wrapped around a photo just like this. <laughs> God, God, you're right. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's just the Wonder Woman World War One photo. It is, yeah, no, there's a photo of all the people that aren't going to survive. Well, I mean, yep. I, I mean, I wonder how many... I have predictions of who on the white base is going to make it through, but we'll see by the end of this show. None of them. None of them. None of them. That's not true. Some of them. You know that's not. I think you know that's not true. So Uh, I don't actually. I don't. I don't. But I. I, There are probably more deaths ahead. More people got to get owned. Well, extremely owned. So Amro and Matilda have this clearly Matilda's not going to make it speech about how Matilda joined the army because she loves to create things like she has the builder spirit. That's why she wants to build things. And then Amro flashes back to that time he made Haru in his underwear. And it's ridiculous. Yeah. So like she's like giving this monologue and um, he's like basically making eyes at her, but then also being a huge baby and going, oh, oh, what do I say to this woman who I am deeply in love with, but have spoken to four times? Uh, and then is like, I think you're a strong person, Matilda. And she just like gives him a playful slap. Like, what are you doing, you child? Like, yeah. <laughs> like every other idiot boy on the white base is just doing the like, oh, hey, Matilda, take a photo of me, blah, 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 blah. But Amaro's doing it in such a more like, I know I actually, there's a real connection here way. And it's so much more embarrassing. <laughs> Amaro, what yep. are you doing? I assume Matilda's, like, so busy with, like, General Revel and all the, like, gruff military men that just going and hanging out with the stupid teens on the white base is, like, actually, like, might be a bit of fun because she gets to just, like, watch them fall over themselves. Everyone else is the most, like, tight-wad military man. Yeah, no, Bright would never. Bright would never. Bright just sits up in bed and is like, sorry, you're seeing me in <laughs> such a disheveled state. Bright's still in bed and it's, it's fantastic because you, you get just scenes of him like going, uh, Mariah, take care of it. I'm in bed. I'm bright. And then carries on with his day of being ill. Yep. Uh, he's 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 sitting up. He's getting stuff done. He will be back on his feet shortly, I'm sure. No, he's in the chair in the next episode. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um. So, uh, Sayla should not be put in charge of driving any ship, I feel like. At this point. I don't really know what they're doing with Sailor at this point. Because, like, I understand the plot of her uh, and Shah and, like, uh, Princess Artesia, blah, 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 blah. But all the stuff on the white base of her, like, oh, she's going to get in the Gundam and oh, she's going to be, like, get better at piloting stuff. It, I don't know. It's just weird because she's to be terrible. Fair, she, get, she gets better next episode. Yes, she does. But every time this point... She, like, does a thing in a piloting situation, and the point is, oh, God, she sucks. She's so inexperienced. But, like, Amaro's inexperienced, and he did fine. Is Amaro yep. actually special? I don't like the idea that Amaro's actually special. Well, no, the thing the thing here is that Sayla is, like, really competent in every other situation. Like, whenever she's, like, dealing with logistics on the white base, or she's on the bridge, or, like, all these other things, she is, like, the most, like, cool as ice, like, getting shit done practical person. It's just for whatever reason, when you put her... Behind the wheel of a machine, she is terrible. And no one's realized it except Amuro, I guess. But it's amazing because, uh, like, Mirai is in command of the white base and is fucking terrible at being in command of the white base, but is very good at piloting. And then you have Sailor, who is terrible at piloting, but is pretty good at being in command of the white base. Uh, And they are both, they should swap positions because Jesus Christ. (laughs) 
but it's almost as if both of them uh, is the arcs are they get better at the job they are given. So we'll almost see. as if this is a show on television. <laughs> yeah, no, it's very strange. Weird. That. So we got we've got we've got new enemies this time with the Doms, the Tri Stars. The Tri Stars are ridiculous because not only uh, are the Doms are like a crazy looking mobile suit with the like three pronged face that has yeah, the, the dot the- move around. Uh, it is it is like the introduction of mobile suits that look like weirdly inhuman, and I really like that. Yeah. So not only is it that, but also the uh, the the tri stars themselves, the people in the uniforms, have like these helmets with weird shaped visors with like three little prongs on the side of each side of their head that aren't like mm-hmm. devil horns. They're just like weird decorative, evil looking black helmets. It's strange. Also, they're the most jaded, we've seen everything guys that just show up out of a different anime. <laughs> yeah, because uh, it's it's in the next episode, but there's a lot of like Makuve trying to uh, like give them orders. And they're like, whatever, we'll do it. Shut up. Who yeah. are you? Also, also, they basically just rollerblade around the battlefield. <laughs> they do do that. <laughs> yeah, because they use their propulsion jets to just like kind of slide along the ground and it looks awesome. Gundam's a good show. <laughs> yeah, no. Though, the fact that they are, like, three of the most elite forces, they stole General Revel during a war way back when, and Amuro just immediately owns one of them, uh, I feel like maybe they aren't all that. I mean, the Gundam's very powerful. The Gundam's very powerful, and Amuro is a bit of a special boy. Also, they keep making reference to, uh, it's like, oh, this guy's no ordinary pilot. So I guess Amuro is actually special, but I didn't... Is, I- it, is it this episode or the next episode where he's, where they, like, rush it? No, that's next episode where they do the, like, crazy jet stream attack, or is it this one? I, I, the two battles, bl- so much happens in the next episode that it's all kind of overwhelming. <laughs> It might be this episode where these jet stream the attack. One, yeah, yeah, this is the one with the the big battle. Like the, the stuff with the doms in the other episode is a bit less. Yeah. So yeah, they do the jet stream attack, which is like they all charge him at once, and Amro just has like this. Like it's slowly creeping up that when uh, uh, with the push comes to shove, Amro has this weird like intuitive sense, to just barely get out of the way of all attacks coming at him. It's almost yeah. as if that might be a plot point going forward. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I I had assumed that Amro um was special boy only thanks to like the trauma he has been put in like he he's just a boy but i guess he's not just a boy i guess he's a new type which i new i assume types. that is the special boy because i know about new types they haven't fucking introduced them yet but i know they're like psychic and n- know things about the world but no- they don't know things about the world they are just limited limitedly psychic just enough to cause them even more trauma <laughs> <sighs> okay well uh <laughs> I'd I'd like them to get around to revealing that because Amaro being nebulously special is just kind of I don't care. But the way in which he's special, I feel like, is already expressing so like he in this situation, it's like, oh, he could sense that there is danger. He ducked in like incredible ways that the Gundam would not naturally do out of the way of all these guys and owned one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, yeah, so I'm excited for the the show to move on to that stuff. Uh, yep. I am glad that we're I'm glad that we're firmly in mobile suits, just like hand to hand fighting each other. I love that stuff. Yes, it, I mean, mechs fighting hand-to-hand is the coolest shit. This is yep. this is known. <laughs> when Amaro's just, like, holding half a shield, and they have... Like, they have seem to have, like, actual swords. It's really weird. Nothing in Gundam has got owned as much as the shield. I don't think the shield yep. has made it out of the last ten episodes without being cut in half. Yeah, no. I mean, it's, it's there to be destroyed, right? Like, it's destroyed so you are not. But... Do they have like? Do they find the the other half of the shield and reattach it? Do they have to rebuild the shield every time? How does this I work? I bet they, I assume they just have multiple shields. They have they're burning through them. <laughs> yeah, well. Oh, oh this is like a big slab of hole and like a handle on it. It's not like the most high tech thing in the world. 
Oh, sure. But it gets destroyed a lot. And to be fair, it gets destroyed in the exact same cut and half way, almost as if they have, like, animations uh, to yeah, reuse. No. <laughs> yeah, no, they introduced the new one this time where the Gundam is docked out of the, uh, what's it, the G-armor. The G-armor. Which is a big bomber that just holds the Gundam in it until it separates and then reforms. Yeah, there's no more no more mid-air docking. We've got a new procedure now. Yeah. Fuck this core fighter bullshit. I mean, there's a core fighter in the next episode, Jackson. <laughs> yeah, look. You gotta you gotta upgrade your tech. Uh, I think that's it for this episode, really. Like, the next episode's a very, very big one. So, yep. uh, let's, let's go on to that. Shoo! Next up is episode 25, The Battle of Odessa. It is called... The Battle of Odessa. Hooray! Oh, I love it when it lines up. Very occasionally that happens. Despite you saying this is a very big episode, my summary for this one is much shorter than last episode. That's what happens with the big episodes. Yep. Everyone is grieving Matilda's death by pouring themselves into preparations for Odessa, though Sela and Frau Bo are both annoyed at just how distracted Amro's been. Sela, in particular, wants more practice before she's full of, thrown into a full-scale battle. Meanwhile, Bakuve doesn't understand human ideas like mourning for your fallen comrades and is annoyed the two remaining Dawn pilots are sad and offering tribute to the one Amro killed last episode. They're ready to rush into battle, fully aware of the Federation's new timetable for Odessa. The White Base receives its orders on where to rendezvous, but before they can call back Sela and Amro, they discover a Federation plane leaving a Xeon base, and Amro correctly guesses it's the spy running between the fronts. They set off to pursue, tracking it back to the Federation front, as Amro is unwittingly brought before one of the two spies to finger the other spy that he saw leaving the Xeon base. The general pulls a gun on Amro, but he's shot from outside the door by Federation soldiers who were listening in. The spy is rooted out, Amro is sent packing back into the G-Fighter to re- meet with the White Base in the middle of the battle. The Battle of Odessa is ongoing in montage as Amro arrives. Kai is alone out there repelling the Dom assault on the white base and is doing okay, even though he again loses a foot, as Amro quickly converts out of the G-armor. Because of the lack of spy interference, the Federation forces have begun to turn the tide of battle, but Makuve offers a last line of defense. In violation of the Antarctic Treaty, he will fire off a hydrogen bomb if the Federation does not surrender. Amuro is tasked with heading to the launch site and disabling the bomb before it can be fired. He takes care of the last of the doms and heads to the already fired missile, slicing off the warhead mid-flight, leaving the rocket to crash harmlessly. The white base lays waste to the mines, but Makuve retreats to fight another day. The white base and rebels shake hands over the battlefield, the white base united with support at last. The end. Odessa Day is finally here. It has been about seven years coming at this point. Most Fine. of it happens in a like a thirty second montage. <laughs> yeah, they don't have the budget for like huge battles. They can do one on one mech fights with the Gundam. Look, I w- I want to st- plant my flag right here. Montages that sum up the giant battle as you focus on the human story you've been following all along is the best way to do war. Uh, it's the second best way to do war. The best way is of course uh, long long scenes of people in bridges looking at the like tactical screens going move X to here. Uh, yeah, that's a I, so that that I don't I don't think tactics are particularly interesting. I think people are interesting. So no, I I think I'm I'd rather have Amro having to like samurai the missile as the rest of the war is ending around him. Oh sure, but that's also a people thing. It's like it just becomes the two commanders facing off in dumb. Like that's another trope. It's just Wrath of Khan at that point. Yeah, no, I guess. I mean, Wrath of Khan is like Wrath of Khan is not a war; it is two ships in space. That's a very different thing sure, than like the that Battle with, of Odessa. You can do that with like multiple people in command of like fleets. That happens in anime a bunch. Look, I'm just saying, someone can say a pack tactic, attack pattern Delta. I don't want to see it. 
this is true for both of us. We both agree yeah. that showing the the fight doesn't really matter. Yeah. No. Whatever. Uh, but yes, uh, it's a very good episode. Uh, the first half of the episode is all the stuff with the the spy um, and them figuring out. Oh shit! There's a spy. Oh, it's probably this guy. Okay, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna do this. We're gonna uh, uh, have this like trap because uh, he goes in to accuse the other one with the photo knowing that the person he's talking to is also probably a spy uh, yeah like records that as like an entrapment thing uh yep. and then the halfway point of the episode like the 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 thing the chew happens and i'm like fuck that was that was halfway we're only halfway god this episode's a lot <laughs> yeah no they they root out the spies Amra almost gets shot but uh he does not he succeeds. The fact that he shows up and everyone's like, who are you? And he's like, I'm the Gundam pilot. I feel like someone should ask more questions. Uh, I mean... <laughs> None of them know him. He is just a child who showed up in the middle of this war. Why would a child come out of a Gundam and lie? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, why would a child come out of Gundam? Because, because there needs to be a television show. I mean, isn't the Gundam, like, cl- super classified? Like, most of these soldiers probably don't even know about it. Uh... I thought people knew that the white base existed and was like being used for other stuff, but I guess that's that we've only really seen that with like Revel and everything. Yeah, I don't know how yeah. much that. I have down. questions. Uh, there's no, there's no time for questions. It's twenty minutes. There's a water fight. Amuro has the photo of Matilda in the cockpit of his Gundam now. Yep. Uh, look, mechs with like souvenirs of the pilots in them is like amazing, and I can't believe it took us twenty five episodes to get to that happening in the show. Yeah, no, it's pretty good. Like, it's extremely like as you were saying, ridiculously tropey, but that's fine. Yeah, no, some tropes are there for a reason because they're good. <laughs> Sometimes you need to have Amro look at this picture of Kai going. Ugh! Uh, and also him next to, oh, not even next to, because there's some random person between him and Matilda. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> just like the, the, the like dopiest generic anime boy. Yeah. He's not a character. He's just there standing in the picture as he like looks longingly towards Matilda. You know, you know, he's not a real anime boy because he doesn't even have eyes. Like he just has the two <laughs> dots. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. No, they spend the budget where it matters. Yep. No, uh, the Tristars mourning their fellow guy just dumping bullets into the air. <laughs> That's how we're introduced to them. I love them. <laughs> yeah, no, they're great. And then Makuve being like, "What are they doing? We have a job to do." I don't care about their sentimentality because Makuve is just the most sniveling evil villain. God, Makuve sucks. I thought Makuve yeah. was going to die in this episode. I was like, "Oh no!" Clearly, no. there's no more Makuve after this. We've had a death day. They've owned him. He has been fully owned. He is trying he li- to self-destruct himself. There is yeah, nowhere he, for him to go, and then he survives. He lives. He lives to flick a decanter another day. <laughs> God, I hope they do the traditional Gundam thing and kill him next episode. I do not. If of all the villains to have stick around and just, I, I honestly don't. I don't remember Makube's fate. I assume he dies somehow. God, I hope so. Because yeah, sucks. Of all the villains to have stick around doing stuff, if Makube is going to be one of them, Christ, yep. boring man. Yeah, no, because he's like, oh, I don't care about the sentimentality, and then he immediately like bluffs with the bomb, and then when they call his bluff, he's like, no, I can't let my bluff be called. Set off the bomb. Yeah, and everyone else on the bridge is like, you know, there's no point. Like, we've lost the battle. He's like, that's fire the missiles. What a, what an idiot. What a stupid war boy. I mean, he provided enough material to keep the war going for ten years. Oh, great. That's what humanity needs. How yeah. is anyone left alive by, like, ZZ Gundam? How the fuck is uh, Universal Century still going? 
because because there's like a period where there's peace i assume one assumes i don't know what peace looks like so the the, like the world of gundam at this point and i know it's because of how we see it but is so completely defined by this war and every single place that is visited is like utterly stricken with trauma at how much has been destroyed that i don't know how there's any kind of normality at any point well, so what happens is everyone comes home from the war once there's like a ceasefire peace or whatever, and they're all traumatized, so they immediately shack up and have four kids, and then in 20 years you have a whole new generation of people to kill. Oh, good. Oh, fuck, I didn't even consider that the, the, the following series are going to be about, like, people's kids. God. I just thought they were going to be new characters, but no, you're right, I'm going to have to see Boruto. i'm just saying that's literally what happened after world wars like people had a bunch more kids and then those kids grew up like with their parents being weird about the fact that they went through a world war yeah no you're right and that's what's gonna happen here but god gundam boruto i had not considered how obviously inevitable that was until this moment what a fool what a fool i don't think i don't i don't remember the timeline of zeta i don't think zeta is exactly that yet well i know not getting ahead of ourselves, but at some point in the future, Char has to counterattack. So it can't go too far in the future. He has to... Because I... God, hang on. Are we going to get old-ass Char? God, I hope so. Jesus, I hope so. I have considered this again and come back around. <laughs> yep. uh, but yes, this episode, uh, it's good. He yeah, cuts no, the, off the, the tip the, of a missile. Those uh, those Tri-Stars did not last very long for being an elite force. I mean, it's a really big battle. Yeah, I know, but Amro takes out all of them himself. He's not a normal pilot. That's true. I like that Kai is just continually shown to, like, even though he has, like, he's in the gun cannon and it kind of sucks, he's clearly, like, just getting it done every day. The, Kai's moment in this is great, because, like, the, um... Uh, the Dom is about to destroy him and he like does some cool dodge and kicks the Dom and it's like haha you can't do that to me I'm good I'm actually good at this and then immediately get his, gets his foot shut off and gets owned again So I mean it's better than Hayato who once again has the gun tank's tread destroyed almost as if there's a design flaw in having a giant mobile tank with giant exposed treads that could be destroyed easily Yeah, I like that if only because it justifies why the fuck you'd make a device as like inefficient as a mech yeah, no, like, you can't have tanks because tanks are too big a target. You need agile mobile suits. Yeah. War has changed. War has changed. War has indeed changed, confirmed. The system. So, yeah, Amuro takes apart the bomb. I want to know about this Antarctic Treaty. This is the thing I want to know. I guess we have to wait until, like, prequel series. Is, is. Yeah, no, the one-year war or whatever. I don't know. I thought this was the one-year war. Oh, is this the one-year war? Okay. I, th- I think this is the one-year war. Okay, so and we're six months in, yeah, and everyone's dead. <laughs> well, look. So the thing about the um, uh, hydrogen bomb that was interesting to me is that everyone is like shocked. This is against the Antarctic Treaty. You can't do this. But whole of the whole sides have been destroyed. Half the population was wiped out in the first few months of fighting. This is fucked. How is this? Like, how is this treaty still standing as a thing that anyone gives a shit about? I assume the sides being destroyed were, like, depicted as horrible tragedies that were, like, accidents or whatever. I, I guarantee you that is not true. <laughs> I know, but I don't know. Like, 
everyone is like fighting for the idea of like sov sovereignty, right? So destroying the earth with nuclear weapons, like no one wants that because eventually someone wants to, everyone wants to own the earth. Sure. But I don't know. I feel like this war has been too horrific for the idea of someone. Like, I mean, I mean, Makuvi just like, basically says as much like, well, we're going to do the, we have to use the weapons because they can't win. That's worse than us losing. Uh, Look, I'm not saying treaties are incredibly well thought out in all situations. I'm just saying I get how you could lose sides in a war and be like, sides can be rebuilt, but we cannot bring like atomic weapons to Earth. That is too far. I guess that makes sense. But I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of fighting. There's a lot of death. Uh, nope. that I'm excited to get more into the uh, what the fuck is going on in this universe. Like we get it in drips at the moment, but I assume eventually we'll get more. Just I, yeah, in ten years when we watch Gundam: The Origin. <laughs> <laughs> i think you mean read gundam the origin there's an anime yeah but i'm not as excited for that because it's not a beautiful full color manga so i i mean i've only read the first volume of the manga but i feel like the anime probably has more of that backstory stuff than the than the um manga does because the manga is like a retelling of the show but i think the anime is specifically more prequel stuff okay yeah i know there's like whole sections on gama and cha Gama from the first like seven episodes of this, I guess. Gama's only in about six, seven episodes, uh, yeah. And he is a long-standing fan favorite character of. And I don't understand why, because he sucks. He sucks, and he got owned immediately. <laughs> yeah, no. Bring back our beautiful boy Char. Like, uh, Cassilia does mention in this right that she's like sending a suit to Char and being like, "Hey, we need Char back." Uh, yes, that's in the previous episode when she's on the moon. Yes, uh, but yes, Shara because she owns she owns the moon right now. <laughs> oh yes, also someone owns the moon, and it's her. <laughs> yeah, and she can't come to Earth because she's too busy owning the moon. Yeah, Gundam is. I'm sure dead. the I'm sure the moon is a contested space. I'd contest the moon. Yeah, I think that's it for this episode. I too think that's it. Uh, I don't think we have any more last minute takes. There are there are more episodes building up to the Battle of Odessa than there are minutes that the Battle of Odessa takes place in. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is very true. Yeah. Uh, one thing I wanted to note is that my favorite uh, shot of the episode is uh, the bit where uh, he uh, threatens them with the hydrogen bomb and it cuts into Revel's command center and it's like, oh... Uh, they say that General Revel did not speak. He simply raised his hand to uh, to continue the fight. But the first shot of that command center is one of the most, like, s just sketches. Like, all the people yep. are completely off-model. There's no faces as it just zooms in on this, what is essentially, like, a broad sketch, including the people, not just a background. Uh, yeah, it's, it's there's like good. there's like a weird it's it's a thing that I associate with older anime where, like, establishing, establishing shots just feel like concept art yes. in a really cool way. Because uh, and that happens like you get those kind of shots in anime across time, but the the it including the people, it including like being a cohesive drawing and not just a background with zooming in on with certain scaled characters, like being able to layer anime in the way that technology has allowed it completely changes the stuff, and you don't really get these moments of like this is just a drawing of this yeah. place, and it's very cool. Yeah, Gundam remains good. Gundam remains good. Uh, is that it? Are we done? Do we do the plugs? What is the? How do we? We don't. We don't plug on this podcast. Right, if don't. they if they right. are supporting us, they know where this podcast is. Oh, beautiful! We're free. I thought I had to plug, but that was just my own. Jackson, yes. if you are hosting, I have to plug, but I don't have to plug. Exactly. No one has to plug. Yeah. Uh, no. Thank you very much for listening. 
please tell yep. your friends about the podcast it's very good we we try we try very hard thank you for supporting we us are in the back half of gundam we are we have the episode art for zeta all ready to go um yep. we are we're gonna we're gonna reach the end i think in january is when we when we're gonna reach the end i think is the time scale oh, on that we'll figure like out. beginning of january or end of january uh oh shit <laughs> Uh, I think it's the end of January. Okay. But we'll cool, see. We'll cool, cool. figure out how we're going to tackle the movies. We'll probably just go straight into Zeta. Yeah, no. I. So, okay. If you're listening to this and you've seen the compilation of Mobile Suit Gundam movies, let us know if they're worth our experiencing. Like, I'll, if if you say they are not, I'll probably just watch them on my own time eventually. They might be the thing I show my partner because she ain't going to watch 43 episodes of Gundam. But it'd be cool to let her know what Gundam's about. Um but uh, that's not like a immediate thing unless someone says, oh, there's like really cool things that weren't in the shows. I assume that it's not that. Well, it's specifically that like Gundam or Zeta Gundam goes off the movie versions for what it keeps as canon, quote unquote. Oh, really? And I, yes. And I don't know. Like there are discrepancies between the movie versions. And I don't huh. know how big they are and whether they matter. Okay. Like, I'm interested in that because that might explain why when I started Zeta, I felt very confused. Part of it is this, the torrent I had was like, ter- the, the subs are absolutely terrible. And I'm hoping to be able to buy the discs this time and watch it legit because I had such a hard time following that show because the translation I was using was so bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And I didn't, I don't want to Google what are the differences because then I'll get all the like what happens. And I, I don't actually want to yeah. know. So if, if someone has uh, watched those and can let us know if the differences are actually important or if it's just going to be weird. God! We have so, we have really cool things happening in the next, like, in the next 18 episodes of Gundam. I'm really excited for some of the shit that happens later in the show. Yeah, I know. I, I know. just remembered a couple things. I'm like, man, Gundam gets really cool. Yep. No, it's it's a classic. Yeah. There's no, so much it, Gundam to go. I'm very excited yeah. to get to the part where we are both watching it blind. Yeah, no, it, you know, it's going to be another four or five months, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Right. I'm ending this podcast. Thank you very much. Everyone have yep. a good week. See you later. アムロ振り向かないで宇宙の彼方に輝く星は Amuro,
明日へと永遠に覚えているかい少年の日のことを温かいぬくもりの中で目覚めた朝を安室振り向くな安室男は涙を見せぬもの見せぬものただ明日へと明日へと永遠